Hey there, holy couples! In this special episode, we're going to share an awesome snippet of one of our live coaching sessions that we have done for our clients in our holy couples coaching program. We started our company Journey to Marriage to provide personal coaching for Catholic couples on their journey to marriage by helping them maximize their mindset, strengthen their relationship skills, and enhance their spiritual life so they can quickly discern and take the next steps into marriage with absolute confidence. If you love this episode and are interested in learning more about applying to join one of our exclusive coaching programs and become part of a powerful growth-minded community of Catholic couples striving for holiness and virtue, then the first step is to sign up for our free One Holy Relationship Challenge, where we provide live coaching and more to help you discern marriage with clarity and empower you into becoming the holy couple God is calling you to be. Go to OneHolyRelationship.com to register for free. Now let's cue the intro and get in today's episode. The real question is this. How can you be more intentional in your relationship so that you can say yes to God's call to marriage with confidence and live out your vocation with excellence? Welcome to the Journey to Marriage show. We are your hosts and relationship coaches, Rafi and Sarah Filino. We'll help you transform your relationship and become the holy couple God is calling you to be so that you can discern and answer God's call to marriage with more clarity, confidence, and peace. We're so glad you're here. Now let's get started. We're going to be talking about those phrases that we tend to say all the time that might be reactionary, but is actually way more disempowering for us as the messenger of these phrases, of these words. And as well as the receiver of these um, phrases and the words that we communicate. So the first phrase that I'm going to be talking about today is this phrase of I'm sorry. You, you, you know that phrase? You've probably heard of it a lot. Maybe you say it a lot, right? You might say like, I'm sorry for like the smallest things. Because I know for me, I would say I'm sorry for almost everything. But then like now I think about it. I'm not doing anything wrong to them, (laughs) but I'm apologizing for nothing practically. And what I realized is that this is a reactionary uh, phrase. And I remember listening to a podcast just recently um, from one of my mentors, like there could be a shift from rather than saying, hey, I'm sorry for doing something. Why not say thank you? Let's just say you're there's somebody late for work and they come into the, the meeting place. They see all their coworkers, their boss staring at them and you already know you're late and you know what, what you did was wrong. And you come in there and you have two choices. The first choice is you could say sorry. Like, hey, I'm sorry, I'm late. It won't happen again. This is a phrase and a word that's just thrown out so many times that it could be so insincere that when you say I'm sorry, it just it just falls falls flat on its face. It doesn't have any credibility or value to them. And what it could also trigger is a lot of like remorse. Not just in you as the messenger when you're saying I'm sorry, but even in the receiver, they're gonna want to. They're they're gonna feel sympathetic. Like if you're saying I'm sorry to somebody, they're gonna want to be like, oh, you know, don't worry about it. Don't. And you put them in that that state, that energy state of remorse, of 
thing. But what if you were to come in and say, thank you for being patient with me? Like you came in that room knowing that you're late, but instead of saying, I'm sorry, saying, hey, thank you guys so much for being patient with me. That small shift can change the energy in how you are communicating with your partner or anybody else from going from I'm sorry to thank you. Hey, this is Rafi jumping back in here again. Are you looking to learn how to openly communicate your true feelings and desires easily to your partner without having to nag, demand, or create more conflict? See, when we ask couples we've helped successfully discern and prepare for marriage what the most valuable skill they developed in their relationship, which gave them the confidence to take the next step, an overwhelming number of them said it was mastering their communication. See, imagine what your relationship could feel like if you could communicate anything to your partner without fear, judgment, or causing unnecessary conflict. Wouldn't that be amazing? Well, the good news for you is that you can make this a reality for your relationship by attending our Holy Couples Communication Workshop. Go to holycouplesworkshop.com to get instant access now. For less than the average cost of a date, you and your significant other can learn our proven research-based communication frameworks that will help you create more open lines of communication so that you can understand each other on a deeper level improve your trust and respect for each other, cultivate more of Christ's joy and peace in your relationship, discuss challenging topics with ease while minimizing conflict and maximizing connection, all which will help you discern marriage with more confidence, clarity, and peace. So if you desire to transform and level up your communication skills together, go to holycouplesworkshop.com to get instant access to our best-selling communication workshop. Now, back to today's episode. All right, so let's go ahead and jump into the second phrase. Ah, yes. This other phrase is another reaction one where the part your partner might say, what are you doing? Ooh, I say that. <laughs> I'm, gonna be, I'm not going to lie, I say that. I'm a victim. Which is exactly like why I want to talk about this because the way he said it to me made me feel very uneasy, very unsatisfied with how we were communicating. Yeah, what was going on during that situation? Um, well, my, I know I said it a couple times. But. Yeah, but for for this one time, um, our daughter Stella, she was she was choking on some food, so I was just mm. kind of putting my fingers in her mouth to grab it out, and. I guess I, I chuckled afterwards. Uh-huh. Um, I'm not too sure why, but he's like, it's like, what are you doing? It's not funny. Uh-huh. Um, but when he said, what are you doing? It made me second guess my actions. It made me second guess myself as a mother. Like, was I doing the right thing to take care of her? So after like expressing to him how that made me feel, I asked him like, what? What did you mean by what are you doing? And like, were you concerned? You didn't understand how I was doing it? Um, was I dumb or something <laughs> like for what I was doing? I don't know. Uh, so we had this whole conversation, very fruitful conversation and pr- productive. And that is the shift that I would have rather have heard instead of what are you doing? 
by him taking the slower approach and asking me like, can you explain to me what you're doing? I don't understand. Versus the that split second, what are you doing? With that um, tone. <laughs> the yeah. tone matters too. Yeah, and I want to jump in real quick because I think when I said it in that situation, it was just kind of out of gut. It was a reactionary thing. I struggle with anxiety. So when I hear my daughter coughing and I see her just like struggling, I'm like, what are you doing? What's going on? You're like right there. And again, it's one of those reactionary things. But just looking back at that situation, that doesn't help her because she was in that stressful situation, seeing, seeing her um, d- her own daughter struggle and choking on something. That me saying that just added way more sh- uh, stress on them. And I remember in my, when I was still serving in the military, one of the exercises that we had. Uh, when it came to safety, because I worked into in the medical group, and there's a lot of like medical mishaps that can happen when it comes to like surgeries and operations. But there's this thing that that we had implemented in place that if there's a doctor doing a procedure and there's anybody in the room that identifies like a safety concern, they would throw this this uh, hand gesture, which is the shaka in the Hawaii, because I was stationed in Hawaii, and what that means is that I'm concerned. And when someone throws a shaka, that means everybody just stops what they're doing and communicates with that person who threw up that shaka, like, what are you concerned with? What's the safety concern that you identified that we're not identifying right now? And it stops everything rather than jumping on the doctor and saying, what are you doing? You're putting the thing in his mouth and like freaking that doctor out. And I was like, oh, that's a good, like, that's, that's the thing that I should have expressed to you. Like, hey, I'm concerned. What's happening here? Like, why, what's going on here rather than what are you doing? So. Right. Yeah. Because when we say, what are you doing? That's coming from a place of misunderstanding, mm-hmm. of only knowing the way you do things or how you would do it. And just not knowing what I would do in that situation or how I'm doing it. Yes, but thanks for having Grace with me. I'm still learning. Me being a very anxious and on-edge guy, like, yeah, it's one of those phrases that I have to stop using. Um, so instead of what are you doing, start saying, hey, I'm concerned, or hey, I don't understand what's going on. Can you explain to me what's going on? Thank you for listening to the Journey to Marriage podcast. If you received some positive value from this episode, screenshot this on your phone and tag us on Facebook and Instagram at Journey to Marriage. Let us know why you love this episode and what you'd like to hear in the future. Also, if you're a Catholic in a serious relationship, discerning the vocation of marriage together, we'd like to invite you to join us at our free One Holy Relationship Couples Challenge. This challenge is designed to equip you both with the tools and strategies to help you discern and take action on the next steps of your relationship with more clarity and speed. Go to OneHolyRelationship.com to get registered for free. By joining this challenge, you will also get an opportunity to join a growth-minded community of other Catholic couples striving for holiness, who desire to discern and prepare for the vocation of marriage with excellence, as well as a live Q&A and coaching from us so that we can answer all your burning questions. To join our free challenge, go to oneholyrelationship.com right now.